All right, we're here with John Clavadet here, President Voutsell. Thank you so much for giving some of your time today. It's happy, always a good combo. Happy NADA. Hope you're doing well, Paul. Hope you're doing Thank well, you. Kyle. Absolutely. Look, I'm going to look in the camera for this one. Oh, we're, oh boy. If you don't know John Clavadetcher, you got to get to know the guy. Every time I talk to you, you make me feel special, and I appreciate that. Look at that. Uh, wow. Because you remember things about, like you just asked me about moving. Uh, I've not told many people about that, and so thank you for that, and I'm sure that transfers to your people and to your clients and to people that you come in contact with. So I'm just thanking you, and I'm letting all those people know that are watching, that are listening, that they should get to That's the kind of person you so, are. Well, there you go. Listen, I just need to lay that out. Kyle, high praise. And listen, at the end of the day, the, the, the praise needs to go back to what you all are doing. Um, I'd been in the automotive space about 25 years, so I'm from age a bit, left to go into CPG and pharmaceutical advertising. And when I came back, I said, listen, who are the influencers, who are the thought leaders? And the time that I left, you all just absolutely rose to where you are today. But it's a similar. Like, you have incredible values. You treat people well. And your, your newsletter, if you're not using the newsletter, you need to be looking at it. It's a must-read for myself as well as sort of the daily updates for, for everyone on the team. So thank you for elevating the industry, for promoting the trade, and for all the things you do for the dealer community. So I feel you. like we're a guest on, on Josh's show. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. That, just, that, that does mean a lot. I tell you what, so we're headed into, we're at NADA, we're headed into 2024. The world has been upside down twice in the last two yeah. years, in the last four years, Easy. right? Easy. And we're, we're getting to this place. I've seen the word normalization over the last three weeks more than I've seen in the auto industry in a long time. And I don't think any of us thought that we would get here. As a leader in our space and a, and a leader with a, with a leading technology, what does that mean for you and the way that you're perceiving the industry this year? So, you know, I don't, so I'll take a step back in the sense that I think you're right. I mean, you can't open up uh, automotive news or look at various different publications and see things like we're now into the new normal or what does this year look like as it compared to 2019 or earlier. I think the reality is, is that, you know, even though there may be some normal trends, I think the trends that the industry is really adopting is, is very special. So I'll take a step back. If you look at like why the American economy has been so incredibly resilient in the last couple of years, it's because of leading entrepreneurs, dealers included, but everyone really embracing how you could make, you could automate and create sort of automation through software. Now there's a lot of buzzwords and people talk about AI or people talk about chat GPT and those are all important. But at the end of the day, the hard rule of why sort of software came about is that every business, every organization has those mind numbing, soul crushing tasks that you have to do through legacy systems. Yeah. Instead of sort of complaining about those legacy systems, you know, what most companies have done is figure out how to then automate that, how to use software to layer on it and make things more effective and efficient. Because at the end of the day, you know, you talk about leading through people as you all do, people are better engaging with customers, communicating with customers, creating content for customers, as opposed to that sort of mind-numbing tasks that they have to do. And so how can you leverage software to do that? We all have examples in it in our own lives, and it's really neat to see the really rapid adoption of dealers using new or different software to help them leverage their people in a more effective and efficient way. So I think that's why it gets me excited for what we are now in, whether it's the new normal or not. I think there's a heck of a lot more ways to automate those mind-numbing, soul-crushing um, you know, uh, events. Yeah, I think automation, well, we talk about normal. I think the new normal is really that there will be no normal. Right. right? I think we can probably say that's that. Fair. Like there's never going, the only normal we're gonna have is a constant changing of norms. Right. Um, we were just having a conversation with the dealer and talking about 
how we we level up process alongside technology when most uh, we see a lot of people just thinking that a technology install is going to fix a problem when if that's not accompanied by substantial process, it never works. What's your perspective on that as well, a technology provider? Listen, we're very blessed to have not just great advisors like you all, but with our dealer partners. And we have an advisory board, so we really look at our roadmap and what we're doing, and we really rely on the folks that you were interviewing and meeting with earlier. And they are fantastic. And they're also completely right as it relates to you need both. You can create the best technology, but if it doesn't fit into a dealer's workflow, it doesn't really matter, doesn't work. right? So one of the big innovations that we focus on and we're launching NADA is, is taking our CRM Connect, taking the insights that we have on the customer when they go to a dealer's website or they engage with our content, using our predictive ability to see where they are, what medium we should communicate with them, and then at the end of the day, pushing that information to the dealership's CRM and doing it in a very robust way because that's the workflow they like. Yeah. People like to complain about CRMs and what they can or cannot do. I've noticed. They're still where they're at. But they're still where they're at. And so why don't you use software to then figure out how to do that? And we actually partner with Four Eyes, which has been a great partner and also friends of the Soto as, uh, as it relates to that because they do that better than we do and we ended up going down that route. Jeff Bezos has I a saying. That. Jeff I Bezos has a saying, if I could just interrupt you for a second. And he says, what makes your beer taste better? Focus on what makes your beer taste better. Outsource everything else. And so as a software company, if there's another software company that does something better than what we do, but it helps our beer taste better, boom, we're going to go partner with them instead of trying to do it all yourself. <laughs> That's so good. Ah. Every <laughs> once in a while, someone drops one of those and we're like, we're just I think we're good now. Exactly. Right? No. That's amazing. I love that you have said, no, okay, so first of all, we're going to bring the dealers in. They're going to tell us exactly what they need, what they want, how they're going to use this, and blah, blah, blah. And then we realized that we had a gap in exactly what we need, and we brought in four eyes to enable that. And then the biggest thing that you said in all of that was we're sales enabling, right? Because a lot of times what tech, tech does is it's bought by the management. It's bought by, and there's very little tech that's in the dealership that actually makes it all the way into the front line, right? right. Normally it's like one, maybe two tools that they actually get to leverage mm -hmm. in their day to day. Right. And that's just injecting the right thing into the tool that they're already used to, right? And it's understanding both the strengths and as well as the limitations of a workflow, regardless of the business you're in, mm -hmm. right? Sure. It's, it's just, you have to understand the workflow and what will be changed and what won't. And it's a lot easier to partner and, and, and then leverage the existing workflows and to try to create brand new ones. And that's the flaw that a lot of the vendors have in mm -hmm. this space is that they think that their latest, greatest, newest, whatever, and that the enterprise and the dealers are going to change. And, and, you know, more often than not, it's how can we change and adapt to help out. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit specifically, we haven't asked you this a lot in our conversations with you, but specifically around outsell, like what is that what is the beer of outsell that, that is tasting better by all of this? What's the core thesis that you're resting on and delivering for your dealer partners? Yes. So, you know, at the end of the day, in, in a retail relationship, it is anywhere from five times to 25 times more effective and efficient to sell to your current customers than it is to acquire. Yeah. If there is a challenge within our industry, which we're trying to all help, is that we focus too much on acquisition. Give me the list. How can I do acquisition campaigns? That's important. I'm not running away from that. But outside of auto, they focus on how to retain your current customer base. Go they deeper do with the current base. So how do you go deeper? What we find is that 
you know, as and we have some amazing partners in this space that when our messages are being connected and engaged with the customer throughout their life cycle, from early owner all the way through equity and service in between, that dealership is going to get 3.6 times more revenue from that customer. So when you think about it, from more ROs, wow. more service, as well as repeat sales and referrals, yep. that if you just focus on having a relationship with your customer. And here's the other thing, going back to software and that sort of mind-numbing, soul-crushing, I'm not saying that salespeople at dealerships aren't great at staying on top of and understanding and reminding and sending, but at the end of the day, like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And it's a lot outside for retail outside of auto. And they use technology similar to outsell, mm -hmm. whether you're Walmart or Walgreens mm -hmm. or Costco, to then understand where that customer is, what you're going to recommend for those customers. So think of Amazon uh, and yeah. then how to do it. I mean, you, you kind of hear that Amazon is in the car business game, right? And, and so. What they do best is is engaging, remembering, and understand that customer. And so what we do is we provide engagement tools, customer view tools that then help dealerships compete like an Amazon or when Amazon comes in. It's a great way. Wow. John, uh, it's all the time we have for today, great. but it's always an encouraging and an, an insightful conversation whenever we get together. So thanks for giving us some of your time. Have a great rest of the day, Thanks for joining us. We will. All right. Thanks.